instead of even worrying about people are saying it, just don't worry about it at all. And in fact, it sounds like the brand you're trying to curate, the stoked on email and sort of the West Coast and laid back, that kind of person wouldn't be worrying about the brand so much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. 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 Bingo. That I, I that sums up the thrust of everything. I've yeah. Been trying to say. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 53 of Business Therapy. This is the show where every week Jonathan and I bring on uh, real business professionals to talk about their real business challenges live on the show. This week, we'd like to invite Max Sullivan onto the show. Hey, Max, thanks for joining. Hey, how are you guys doing? Great. This week, Max wanted to come on the show and talk to us a little bit more about some of his early branding challenges. So with that, Max, I'm going to hand it over to you. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself, your business, and the challenge you're bringing on to the show today? Sure. So, um, yeah, so I work as a, um, a email marketer, email list manager slash copywriter, and I worked for about a year or two within the agency structure um, for kind of a small boutique agency. And I've since branched out on my own to create my own, um, I, essentially just a one person agency where I'm gonna try and roster four or five or six clients at a time and just really um, embed myself with their businesses and just manage everything, email, automation, SMS side of things. Um, and what I'm coming to you guys with today is this issue of, of there's so many voices in this space. I don't have any formal training in, in business. Um, you know, I went to school for geography. I worked as a maintenance guy for about a, a decade after that. So um, I haven't really been raised professionally in a sense. So as I'm wading my way into this space and I'm launching my agency, I, I kind of have this tendency to want to just... Um, be very personality driven, maybe sometimes over the top, um, and, and, and kind of follow that thread a little bit because I do listen to the show and you guys do speak about being authentic with, with your approach. And, um, my immediate circle, my immediate support circle is kind of telling me, Hey man, this isn't very professional. People are going to want to give you money. They might not take you seriously. And, and that's kind of what I come to you guys with today. Mm-hmm. So just a quick follow-up question on that. The the thing that you're saying you might be a little over the top on, could you give us a little more detail? Is it just part of your brand or your presentation? Yeah, it's yeah, it's mostly the branding. So it's um the company's called Stoked on Email, Stoked on like a West Coast guy, snowboarding, et cetera. And the the general picture would be that I'd I'd be getting in with these companies that kind of represent that lifestyle as well. Um and part of the branding and everything that I'm going to do is, is at least what I'm envisioning is, you know what I mean? The, the, the kind of the Shaka symbol and the whole kind of West coast, the, just to follow the name stoked on email. And that, that would be the, the kind of the brand of it, because what I'm seeing in the space on LinkedIn and everywhere else, and everybody who's trying to establish themselves here is there's a lot of like that businessy speak that I've always I'm sure that nobody actually really likes it's 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 all that hire me and I'll optimize and strategize and maximize your efforts and and it's all these buzzwords where part of me just wants to come in and just be you know the exact opposite of of that in in some ways and um yeah yeah that's maybe I'll just leave that there and go into uh 
Sam, continue your training. Well, just uh, to add one more question to that, what aspects you're saying that you're kind of counterculture in terms of the business jargon, but your support network's already giving you feedback that it's it's off-putting in some way. Could you go a little bit more detail into that piece? Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, off-putting in the sense of where it's just like, hey, this isn't, um, again, maybe the branding, the some of the language that's used, and it's not like a Gary V thing where I'm just dropping f-bombs to be edgy and different or anything like that um but but people are generally saying like i don't really like it i don't like the style of it the colors the approach and then people aren't going to want to give you money if you're operating like this within this space right it's like hey you're 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 asking people for money and people aren't going to want to provide you with that because it looks you might be coming across as like a mickey mouse show here like it's not a serious operation well, what's the, go into a little bit more detail on the services you're providing. Like what's the value that, that your client. Sure. So the value would be, I will just be a single point of contact that operates from the, the, the strategy, the creation and the management of all email marketing and SMS efforts. Right. So a company will have a list of X amount of contacts and the leverage that list for any type of, of sales or correspondence et cetera, that they want that includes segmentation, deliverability issues. So it's just, it's just acting as a one person email marketing agency would be the best way to, to do that. And then the, the value obviously comes from the, my ability to, to, to segment, to get the right message to the right people at the right time and bring revenue to a lot of e-com businesses through that. And does your, your background uh, help that process. So you said, you know, snowboarding lifestyle, certain lifestyle, certain, uh, um, uh, relatability, like how does that, how does that present itself or how does that add additional value to, to what well, you know what? So I think, and, and maybe this is something else we can get into that kind of sets me in a direction of, of the type of companies that I'd like to work to or like to work with, right? Companies that have this personality or that have some type of, of, of personality. Um, I can name, you know, like Burton snowboards or, you know, Oakley or these, these types of companies that are already in this kind of lifestyle as is. Um, that's what I'm trying to orient myself towards. But a problem with that is as I'm starting off, I've got some reputable brands under my belt, but it's it's still really getting things off the ground where I need to be taking on clients or am taking on clients because of the financial side of things that, you know, don't really match that lifestyle, right? Like a software company in the medical field will not identify with stoked mm -hmm. on email because it's, it's a B2B company and it's not this thing. So am I, am I pigeonholing myself by it? It's not so much pigeonholing and, uh, no question, like depending on like the, the range of clients that you want, uh, the messaging might be different, but uh, you, you're starting, you, I, I would suggest you start from the value you're providing because when we talk about authenticity, authenticity and, and marketing sometimes uh, uh, have to be, there's a subtle understanding of the, of the relationship in, in the way we're speaking about it because nobody is ever one way all the time. So you're not always in the mood to snowboard or you might not like always want to drop F-bombs. Right. I'm not saying you do, <laughs> right. but like, in other words, like 
like in other words, but authentic is whatever you're presenting, whatever you're feeling in that moment. That's okay. that's authenticity. So by definition, creating a brand or locking yourself into one image of yourself, that's uh, already something that ultimately may not be authentic or may not right. feel authentic at any given moment in time. Whereas if you're uh, trying to capture an image of the value you're providing and your intention, that could be authentic and that can move with you. And that can also change and iterate. So you know the idea of a personal brand um, at the end of the day, you might be the most, you know, relatable or coolest or whatever it is that, that, you know, you think the the group is, is looking for, but like you're already starting to articulate that may or may not have anything to do with uh, working together. So what you need to do is you need to tie any of your objectives to the, the relationship and the object and, and, and what you're trying to add value in for them. Rather than try and find something, if we're talking about authentic, that uh, that speaks about you, but may not be of any relevance to them in terms in the context of of the service right. you're providing. Right. So I'll, I'll pause there and see if that if. if yeah, that yeah, yeah. So, so in the sense of like, would you be saying focusing less on kind of 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 flying my flag and being worried about? how I'm presented and how I'm presenting myself in the space and, and focusing more on the value that's being provided to the types of people that I exactly. prefer to be working with. Okay. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, this isn't a popularity right. contest. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of marketing out there and a lot of ways to distinguish yourself and have a voice that's louder than everyone else's. I don't know that that's that. And I won't speak for Sam. That that's not my area. But if we're talking about authenticity and sustainability and something that we think actually, you know, is something that, 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 that grabs people's energy and makes them say, Let, let's work together. At the, at, at, in, what, in the context of what you're speaking about, locking yourself into an image of yourself doesn't seem like it's going to further any interest other than trapping you. Yeah. You know, what? because I think sometimes and that's a great point, John, because I think sometimes um, even in conversations with friends and stuff, I'll, I'll say like, it's just a matter of, you know, kind of that popularity contest thing, right? Like if I can just go out there and be myself, I've, I've been, you know, popular for a large portion of my life. So why would this be any different if I can just go out there and, and kind of fly that flag? Um, it should attract a, you know, some type of attention. But I think, I think that does raise already kind of like this perspective shift of, yeah, you don't want to lock yourself into this one way of operating, um, in part because it might not be relevant to you know the, the the people that I'm trying to work with. When when people add value to to anyone, ultimately anything that they do is accepted. So however they speak, however right. they dress, like in other words, why is it that like uh, even in you know going back twenty years. In the business world, like the mo you think of the most, you know, uh, um, staid industries, you might have someone who shows up like wearing something that's completely different than everyone else. And it's accepted. It's because like, oh, that's the creative or that's the whatever it is. And it's accepted only because of the context of there's value that they're thinking that they're going to get. So ultimately, almost the, the image is sure. secondary on some level or 
it's you know it it you know people look for ways to say that that image is uh, part of it you know whatever it is but it's not the starting point. The starting point is because there's value that's being added to yeah. somebody and 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 yeah and there could be a value to some of the things that you're talking about that align with your personality or your aesthetic or the way you're presenting yourself. But before I, I offer more of an opinion there, I wanted to also know when you came onto the show and you have this, you articulate this tension, where's the tension coming from? Is it that people are giving you criticism and you feel resistance to change? Is it that you're doubting sort of how your brand will present and that the authenticity from coming from you is not gonna be well received by anyone? Or I guess where where is your concern kind of welling up? Yeah, you know what I think I think maybe in a couple arenas, but I th I think part of it too is like I'm I'm worried um, maybe how I'm coming across what people will th will think um, what people will think of it even outside of you know the business potential client side of things right it's it's kind of that human like self conscious so many people are operating and and establishing their businesses in a similar field in a certain fashion for the most part um and then it's kind of like this am i going to look like the class clown if i come in here with this different kind of brand etc and that's yeah so the, there is some doubt and some self-consciousness in, involved in the tension of um of this process because of the feedback i'm getting right like i think if it was if I had the blinders on, I'd, I'd probably just be out there in the world pumping out content under this brand and just not really sure where it's going to lead. Um, but I think because, you know, it, it, in my closest circle, unanimously, people have kind of said, hey, that, you know, there's a way to make it work. But I don't think the way that you're thinking of approaching it will um, will be that way. And that's presented a lot of doubt and tension personally. Mm -hmm. Well, let me let me ask this just as a hypothetical. If it was in fact the case that you know I could run a poll and validate that no one is going to attach to this brand and no one's going to like it, let's just say we get that out of the way as the worst case scenario. Would you want to change and still do business, or would it mean that this business wouldn't feel right for you if that ended up being the outcome? So that's something that I had. What I have said before was, I want to run with this because it seems sustainable to me. And if it just so happens that people won't want to do business with me because this is just how I operate, then I'll just have to go back to being a janitor or finding another thing altogether. Right. Because it was kind of just like, and again, I listened to the show um, and, and I'm a fan of the perspectives of everything. So it was just kind of like, you know what, if I just follow this and it's, it's what energizes me, and it just so happens that people won't touch me from a business standpoint, then I'm just probably not going to, because of the friction and everything that would come from squeezing into like, you know, uh, something that I don't identify with or that I feel friction with every day when I'm trying to work with it, I think would also be a, a bad outcome personally, yeah. right? And not sustainable. Well, and that, and like you said, I appreciate you tuning into the show. It sounds like you've already thought through the most critical piece, which is then with that alignment in mind, the feedback and the criticism is really irrelevant, right? And you just articulated that, which is that if people give you feedback, that whole piece can be dismissed in a way because this is the stance that you feel comfortable putting forward. And if it's assailed and doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. And that's better than trying to conform or change 
that authentic feeling that you're trying to put out there. So in a way, the feedback is a moot point. But that does bring the conversation back to perhaps there's a way to remain that authenticity and better connect with your audience. And I think that's where really Jonathan was going, which is that, you know, there is a way to remain to retain what you're trying to portray and sort of that element that you feel comfortable with. And there's a lot of different ways to say something. A lot of it comes down to communication. And I think that piece we can uh, explore because you're really not communicating. Here's the one type like set of words, the one aesthetic, the one vibe, like anything outside of that, I refuse to abide. It's kind of what is that way maybe where you can better connect with your audience. And I think really that that piece of the conversation is bringing it outside of yourself and your own internal feelings and your own internal observations and thinking about how is this brand going to be used as a tool in communicating with potential clients? And what is that communication meant to convey? And I think that's where we could take the conversation and maybe unblock you a little bit, because it sounds like the criticism piece is really a red herring because you, you know, you're not going to take that criticism anyway, and, and you shouldn't because this is what you want to do. And I think that's important. So, and I was trying to convey the same idea of it. That's it's all noise. Uh, the image of you that people will accept or not accept, or that, that's what I was trying to say. Like the, the, um, whether it matters to somebody is what ultimately will sustain regardless of how you dress, regardless of what you say, you know, or how you speak or anything else. So what I was cautioning against was starting with just what is the image of you divorced from what you're trying to do, because that nobody can do. Like, in other words, if I tried creating a personal brand for myself, it would have, and for no purpose other than like what I'm trying to put out there, by definition, that's a mask that that's putting distance between me and people. It has to be for, you know, like for a reason. So, and this is where Sam was uh, ending off um, the, the idea of why does this matter? Like, so, and it doesn't have to matter. You started talking about the types of clients. It could also matter about a vibe. In other words, like that there's a certain lifestyle or a certain way of thinking or a certain pace or whatever it is that's conducive to being successful in marketing or conducive to being successful in communicating with people in general, you know, and, uh, and, and you need to just think through why does this matter to you? Why is this important? Uh, and, and what has it done for you and, and how can it benefit others in any context, but, it, but especially in, the, in this one, because that'll be more sustainable. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and I think part of it is like, um, you know, I'm sure there's some, some level of ego involved, right, of, of wanting to, you know, show off who I am and how I see the world, et cetera, and, and have that transit through the business. Um, I think what's an important and something that was also identified is like, there will have to be an emphasis on proving that I can provide value. If, if I'm If I'm going to veer into this lane of like, maybe this approach is is stupid, maybe it's refreshing, whatever it is. If it's going to be different, it's going to have to double down on reassuring the potential clients that there's going to be that that there is value here through case studies, through proof of previous work done, etc. Or, or through the first example of it, like in other words, don't don't. All you have to do is do something, you know, do work. Like in other words, like the the, the trick is to get that. It's always very very hard. The, the hardest thing is to get that first client, you know, in any business. But but once you get it. You do the work. I, 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 I've just. Um, I'll take another tack in cautioning against this. The, this idea of an image, because it's always a double-edged sword. If you 
let's say you're successful in a moment in time of somebody liking the image of you and that's why they want to work with you. A, you have to maintain right. the image. You can never change from that image. But B, um, it's a, it also comes from a chip on the shoulder of an insecurity of whether or not this is an okay image. You know, sure. just, so, so you make it, you make, you make it so much about you at your identity that at some point, um, anything that happens in the business is in a direct attack on your identity. And, and that's what yeah. I'm trying to distinguish from, because, you know, like people always say, like, you know, people have been in jobs for many, many years and then there's mass layoffs or something. And then they, and people like really fall down hard. And a lot of times, because they're, it, 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 they felt it, it attacked their identity. Like I am sure. this job, I am whatever. And, and that's all I'm cautioning against. Like, don't, don't get wrapped up there. Be confident or comfortable. Like, uh, you know, you're great in any context um, and you're going to try this thing. And you do believe, forget, forget about what people are telling you. Like if you have to dress a certain way, speak a certain way, like if there was a certain way to do everything to be successful, everybody would right. be successful. Like, you know, so there is no perfect roadmap and there is no perfect image of anybody that anybody wants to work with. That's all baloney. And you know, if everything is tried and true, there'd be nothing new in the world. And not, you know, like, so like you could put that out of your head completely. It will be okay. And you can be successful in this business, presenting yourself exactly as you are in the way that you want to and work with the kind of people you want to work with. That, you know, that, that's your, that's possible. And that, uh, that's not the issue. Oh, sorry. It looks like, yeah, no, I think, I think that's, that's really refreshing to hear because as, as I was kind of, you know, for the last few months. And it's taken me a long time to to get to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring, this is the flag I'm going to run under. This is going to be the brand or the agency name, et cetera. Um, and there was iterations of that. And it was, I was attaching, and this kind of speaks directly to what you said. I was attaching like a personality first to everything I was thinking of, right? Like at one point there was, you know, oh, I'll call myself, uh, you know, my company would be called like the list merchant. And then I was like, well, then I'm a merchant. Like, do I have to wear like an eye patch in my YouTube videos and stuff? You know, <laughs> like, is it, because that's the type of emphasis I was putting on the personality side of things. Whereas I think w w what you're saying is, is don't do that. Don't, don't make it the main thing. Yeah. Or, or the only, the only right. thing. And then like the business is like yeah. the secondary <laughs> yeah. because you're almost like putting your chin out there saying, world yeah. hit me, you know like yeah. yeah you know and then and, and that that and you know screw them why should they get to decide you know whether or not something's sure. good or bad like like I, I guarantee you i've been in the most uh buttoned up environments uh that could possibly be imagined and there's always someone who let's call it is different or quirky or whatever that that's totally accepted and almost that identification is because of the, the, the um, th that's the uh, way that they're able to deliver sure. value. So that's possible. So you don't, don't, there's no way that you're so different right, or right, something right, right. like that, that, uh, that, that, you know, and, and ignore anyone telling you how, you know, what is the right approach, whatever, because then, okay, become like everybody else, you know, carbon yeah. copy. Yeah. You know, like that's that I tell you now that will not get your voice heard, <laughs> but think about, how does this matter to them? How is it going to present to them? That doesn't necessarily mean that that's what you put in your marketing, but that's where right. your mind needs to be. You know, how does this make me better? How does this make me able to do this or be more relatable or whatever? Yeah. And, and that's a starting point to, from something that's a little more sustainable here. And I wanted to add before you reflect on that, and this is sort of, I think, doubling down on what Jonathan's saying from, from, a, from a different angle. You're not selling the brand. 
I think you really need to seep that in because, exactly. there, you know, I think there's this misconception about branding and this is my professional perspective where people, there are only a very, very few minority of brands, which the brand is the product. Like you can think of some fashion ones where like they develop the brand as a container and it means something. And that's the benefit that people are buying. Like if you're buying Gucci or you're buying, you know, Rolex or whatever, part of the, the benefit is buying the brand and buying the name. That is the vast minority of companies where brand right. is part of the product. But I'll just pause. Even there, though, they became those names for a reason. They did something revolutionary. They created some art, art that people accepted was art, you know, et cetera. But yeah. And on. there's some, yeah, like to John's, there's some argument there. And it's an interesting one where they started as a brand name for other reasons. It became associated with a good product. And then they developed that brand to a separate product unto its own. But the point I was really making is that most people don't buy brands. The brand is what they associate with the product or the service. So like in some ways, brand can be insignificant for contractors and you could go out there with anything because the brand can change every day. You don't go forward and sell, hey, this is the Max Sullivan brand. Do you want to buy that? And then I'll talk to you about the product. Right. They're only going to be talking yeah. to you about the product. <laughs> if you sell enough product, they're going to associate the character and energy of your process and your product with that brand and with that recognition within circles where it could be recognized, then the brand has meaning. You can't imbue meaning to your own brand if there's no product or there's no experience that's already been associated with it. So in a way, it's kind of changing the way you're thinking about it. I hear in your energy all this investment and like the brand has to look a certain way and it has to present a certain way as if you were going to sell it. You're not selling it. I think the, the, the issue you're talking about, you want to be able to engage with clients with a certain communication style. You want your process experience to be a certain way. That's going to evolve by you finding people who match your energy and, and executing. And then that really will define the brand more than you just thinking about what the brand should look and feel like, and then it becoming so. Because the product in, that you're selling will never be sold as like a Rolex, like, hey, buy the Max Sullivan brand and the stoked on email, and you know what you'll get. No one's ever going to get that. You've got to be really tight right. on what the service is. And then people will come to associate it. Um, it won't be the other way around. So in some ways, I'm trying to say that because you can liberate yourself from this challenge of, am I crafting my brand the right way? Because it's really a non, it, it's the wrong way to look at what you're selling. Or even am I presenting myself the right way? Like, and that's what we're saying. We're releasing you from worrying about that. Yeah. Because that's, that's the most irrelevant. And then the question I'm sure a lot of listeners might have is, so why does everyone talk about branding? Like, why does everyone always say, like, even always, oh, as initial, you're starting a new business, what's your logo going to be? What's your brand, et cetera? I would think of it as something more tactical, that branding or marketing is just another tool in a wide toolbox of how to get your first customer or how to get, you know, the first two or three customers. And so it's just a tactical issue of, you know, how do I raise my, my profile or how do I get the first customer to, uh, um, uh, to engage? And I would de-stress that marketing or creating a brand or all the energy you might invest in that is the best way to get the first customer. Usually it's who knows who, you know, et cetera, because the objective is to get a customer. It's not to create the brand. Like Sam's saying, the brand is, is not the end. It's a means to an end at best. Yeah. So, so just think of it more as I am free to be myself. In fact, be confident that how I'm going to be can add 
many dimensions to what the ser- to the service, to my relationships, et cetera. And some people will like me, some people won't. You yeah. know, like some like doesn't matter how perfect your brand is. Some people are gonna there's some people just I yeah. hate snowboards, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, whatever, you know, yeah. you know yeah. get off my mountain, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you know, everyone should yeah. only have skis, yeah. you know, so something like that. Like you don't want like you know, so that's fine, you know, but don't let that be a stumbling block. Just be, you know, that that's almost, uh, you know, as Sam said, a red herring. So just think much more about, okay, I need to get my first customer. What services am I providing? How do I do a great job? And, you know, if there's marketing or branding, you know, like if someone told me for this podcast, you know, if you change the color of the podcast from, you know, green to red, you know, you'll have more listeners, you know, like, to me, okay. Like, you know, so, cause I'm not like, uh, um, you know, I, I defer to people who've studied this, et cetera. Um, it's not going to the heart of it, right. you know? You know <laughs> yeah. So unless I really felt strongly green is the only way that I want to present myself, then I'd be like, okay, some people like green, some people yeah. don't, you know, and, and, and not worry, not, not worry about it at all. So, yeah, no, that's a, that's actually, yeah, it's been, um, I feel like Sam said the, the right word. Um, liberating yeah you, you i feel like a bubble's kind of popped in a good in a very good way like you free because that's been such a hyper focus of of like well this needs to be so right before i go out into the world and try and because this is how people are gonna and and you said it john it's kind of like you know my personality or or, or some things about me might add different dynamics to the process like to the experience right but um it doesn't have to be. Yeah. I, I think that, that that's legitimately, a, a, um, I think liberating is a, a, a very good word to describe that because it's been such a stress. Like it's been, I was prepared to, to probably launch my own agency in this capacity, like, you know, six or seven or eight months ago. And I've spent that entire time just, well, what's the name going to be? What's this going to be? How am I going to come across? What's, you know, and, and it's been, Aside from spending that much time where I could have been putting efforts on acquiring clients or making my, um, you know, what I actually do more refined and, and imp- improving on, on hard skills and stuff. It's been this slug of like, how am I going to look? What are the colors going to be? Do I like these colors? Do you like these colors? Is it okay if I do this? Is it, so that, that really is a refreshing kind of take on the issue that I've been really struggling with. Yeah. Yeah. And generally in life, just remember perfection is the enemy of great. And that's a, that's a big one. And also nothing is permanent. Just as we talked about in this podcast, your personality, you wanted to make it aligned with the brand. Your personality is going to change. The brand's going to change. You could, you could spend eight months, like you just said, painstakingly curating a brand. And then six months you could go on a retreat and have a different perspective. And then the brand doesn't make sense anymore. And you're going to end up changing it. Don't let it get in the way of doing the work. For sure. A lot of times brand is just a container, a container that when people enjoy your work, then instead of you having to go to the next client and redo everything from scratch, you know, people can say, hey, I worked with Stoked on emails and I got a great result. And then all of a sudden an association is not with you, but with the company and with that brand. And then you've put some energetic currency into the brand. But that currency is not deposited by you thinking really hard about how to put currency in it. It's really put in there, invested by great interactions, by great interfacing. And in that way, you could think the brand itself could be a lot of things. And that's why if you had a good instinct about it and you felt good about it, even the moment, almost like I related to getting a tattoo, right? 
people who can get tattoos, if, if you're going to sit there and think, am I going to appreciate this every day for the rest of my life? Is everyone going to love this who sees it for the rest of my life? I don't think anyone would get a tattoo. You know, you got to look at it and say, do I feel really great about it or passionate in this moment? <laughs> and am I going to regret having put this out there? And if the answer is no, then get out there and start start collecting energy around it and, and playing with it and seeing how, how it evolves over time. Yeah, I've been... I've- <laughs> There was a there, people as they the tattoo with something more permanent. I I, I agreed with Sam up until the, the, the tattoo only in that uh, if you feel strongly about you know the the sign you know like any more time go you know just 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 go with it, um, but not because this is going to lead to acceptance or validation of you as an individual. That's that's like the worst place you could put yourself yeah and i think that's been a part of the equation right like just frankly i think that's been um yeah just like what are people going to think this is i'm putting myself out there like you said earlier like just sticking your chin out saying hit me right if you're going to identify with it like that and everyone does it yeah we all do it in other words like there's a natural instinct to want to be validated and we're all aware of how we don't measure up and we're all aware of how we're not good enough or how we're different, right. et cetera. But all of that is ultimately yeah. noise and really not how anything is achieved ever. Nobody's ever achieved anything by trying to measure up to an image that you think right. they should be. I you think know? that's, yeah, I think that's, that's great. Yeah. That's been, it's been, that's probably the best way I could say it. Like a, like a bubbles burst in the, in the best refreshing kind of way. Right. And it's just too, um, yeah, just run with it because it's a tool in the toolbox. It's not the it's not the thing. It's not the yeah. That's great. Yeah, in a way, you came onto the show and asked, kind of, well, how do I deal with this resistance and all of this negativity around what the brand is? And ultimately, I think the answer that I would give is the brand is not that consequential. Mm-hmm. And if you can just like you just, I'm just articulating back what you're saying. And when you kind of wrap that, you know, it's kind of move on. It's like, why even, instead of even worrying about people are saying, it's just don't worry about it at all. And in fact, it sounds like the brand you're trying to curate the stoked on email and sort of the West coast and laid back, that kind of person wouldn't be worrying about the brand so much. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. 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 Bingo. That, I, I, that sums up the thrust of everything I've been trying to say. (laughs) No, that's a good, yeah. No, that's bang on. Totally. (laughs) Yeah, because it's tricky, but I mean, you get it out there and you'll see what happens. You know, you could get that brand out there and then all of a sudden for a client that you really want to work with, you start to really button up and act businessy. It doesn't mean you've betrayed your brand. Sure. Yeah. It just which means has that been the, which brand... has been the case. That's been the case already yeah. where it's like, yeah, because there has to be, um, you know, I think that the common thread in dealing with client stuff, it's, you know, a, gen, a genuine enthusiasm and an, a genuine enjoyment of the you know, pursuit of, of taking on a new project and, and building that to success in some capacity, you know, I'm, I'm stoked about the process of working with a lot of these different clients. Right. And, and sometimes it, it's more of a professional setting where, you know, I need to present in a certain way, which, which I'm comfortable doing. Um, and it's important to know that, yeah, I'm not abandoning or betraying the brand by, you know, dealing with, these different types of, of, of clients. Yeah. I mean, being professional, I mean, I think really, and that's back to the messaging piece that we didn't touch on a lot, but if you want to portray in your brand, Hey, 
I want to be laid back. I just want to be able to speak in layman's terms. I want to just be able to get to the work and get excited about it and get stoked on the work and in this relationship and, and, and the kind of work that we do that can come off or that can come across in so many ways, you know, and really sure. when you're a one person company, everything that you do, if you want to be doing the work is going to be authentic and that will create authentic association with your brand. So then the only thing you have to worry about is not how you and the brand are aligned, but really are you aligned personally with the work you're doing? And I think that's where you kind of already articulated. I know what kind of client I want to work with. I know what kind of situations don't work for me. And if you can be honest with that, that's the hard work. The mm-hmm. brand will remain, will, will gain that consistency and that reliability. If you just stay honest with yourself, especially as a solopreneur, you don't have to worry about curating that. That's just you knowing yourself and going out there honestly. And then the brand will come to represent you in the same way that your work represents you. As long as you're just being honest with, with yourself and with clients. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, um, that's great. It feels the whole approach to this feels a lot, a lot lighter. I think looking yeah. at it through that lens, definitely like a lot. Yeah. Inconsequential. It's not this big, scary thing that has to be. Um, and that's it too, right? Is like, cause I want to be, and I am, and I will be and continue to be like professional in my dealings and the results and the value that I'm adding and everything. Um, and it's just the package. I got very hung up on the package. It was just saying like, Hey man, I'm not going to hop on a call with you and talk about like, aligning on the optimization of your this that the other thing i just don't speak like that so i'm not going to speak like that you know and um well i'll just i was i'll add one more thing even the word professional like what does it mean to be a professional to be a professional is not about like if i wear a suit Mm -hmm. i'm professional if i don't wear a suit i'm not like that's what i'm trying to say like that's irrelevant what's professional means you know what you're offering to someone you do what you say you're going to do, you know, right. that's professional, like having a, a, an interaction that someone could rely upon. That's, that's professional. The package that it comes in will or will not be accepted, but that has right. nothing to do with, with you. And you can't, you, there's nothing yeah. you could do about that. So, nor should you want to, because if you changed who you were to be able to work, that's not authentic. That won't be sustainable. Yeah. yeah. So So it really comes back to you had the right instinct, which is with brand, do something fun that makes you laugh, that makes you excited to kind of work under that name and then just go out and do the work. I mean, I think that's the the best thing you can do for yourself. Don't worry about the haters. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) fair. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Well, it sounds like you feel a lot better. Is there any other questions we can answer for you on this topic or around this topic before we, we wrap up today? Um. No, no, I, you know what? I, I, I don't think so. I think, um, I think that was kind of the gist of it in, in a space where, you know, I guess that same logic applies though. If you're seeing, you know, a hundred odd people with very similar messaging all the time, is that, would that be a lack of, of, I guess they can all, everyone can be successful, right? As long as they're professional in the sense of delivering the service, delivering the goods, Etc. Right. Well, you just described that's within a specific context. So, like in other words, if I already have a service provider, I'm not seeing all these, sure. you know, people. So, in other words, like who right. who's seeing all this? The someone who's looking sure. for something. That's why I'm saying it's a tactical right. issue of getting those clients. Once you have the clients, like who are you trying to right. stand out for? You know, like in other words, like it's it's for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
I, you know, but yeah, I'm surprised sometimes when I, when I look for different providers, how many there are, because I don't even realize, but you know, that usually it's rare that I picked a provider just based on, well, actually I would pick it. Like if I saw this, you know, maybe that would like, oh, I like, you know, like maybe sure, I can relate to sure. this person. I don't know, you know, yeah. but like. Yeah. And I think in spaces like this, using the same words as everyone else, it just gives you standard industry terminology that people recognize. So people think that'll be easier to sell. And I think you could be successful with that. If you're that kind of person, you can be successful doing something unique. I mean, you started by saying you want to have five or six clients. I mean, you could literally door knock and, you know, dress like a clown and say what you want. It, it could be totally different. It doesn't matter. Getting five or six clients is going to be something that is just the means of making the relationships, however right. that happens. And, and for that, that's a whole nother episode. But really looking at your network, the path of least resistance, where you can farm referrals, the brand is really, you know, ultimately going to have little to do with that process. It's yeah. just going to be when you do good work for those clients, the brand will be infused with that value. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Yeah. No, great. This is, yeah. Yeah, that's been a great conversation. I, I genuinely feel just lighter about the whole approach. Yeah, right. which is good because it's like a weight off the chest type thing because it's been yeah. something that's been so like I've been neurotic about it and, and et cetera. So it's it's nice to kind of have that thought process interrupted. Good. Nothing better than that outcome from our perspective. Yeah. So yeah. thanks for coming on the show, Max, and sharing your your troubles with us in the audience. And for everyone awesome. listening in, thanks for coming into Business Podcast, Business Therapy Podcast again. Um, again, if you know anyone or you would like to come on, like we'd love to hear from you. Leave a comment, leave a suggestion. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone.